Hello, thank you for joining me today for Give Him 15. And the title of today's post is Boundaries of Protection. We have heard many words of encouragement lately telling us not to fear the shaking that has begun. These words simply echo what God says hundreds of times in several different ways in His Word. Fear not. We can rest assured that our nation is anchored and protected. This anchoring does not negate our need to personally maintain faith and biblical principles of protection for ourselves, families, and our friends. In this season where terrorist acts and other forms of violence will increase, we must remain vigilant and maintain our place in the secret place of the Most High. Psalm 91. This week, I want to teach some on what the scriptures uh, instruct us regarding how we do this. Today's teaching is from my book, The Essential Guide to Prayer. The Essential Guide. This is like intercessory prayer. A lot of you have read that book. This is taking those principles, breaking them down for not a seasoned intercessor, but one who's just, just beginning their walk of prayer. Although a lot of people that have been seasoned intercessors have read it and said, man, it was anything but elementary. The Essential Guide to Prayer. It's a good book. You can find it on our website. When the children were, and this is taken from the book, as I said, when the children were young, we visited Disney World one summer. Along with the excitement of heat, humidity, long lines, and high places, prices, high prices, I had the adventure of visiting the Tower of Terror. This ride simulates an earthquake as experienced while riding in a hotel elevator. It was anything but uplifting. A few years ago, I visited the Tower of London in England, a fortress on the River Thames. This bastion has served in historic times as everything from a palace to a prison. We saw the crown jewels, and as a reminder to those who might try to steal them, many ancient instruments of execution and torture I've never moved from exhilaration to excruciation so quickly. I mumbled, God save the queen, and hastily departed. I've also visited the Eiffel Tower in Paris, a 984-foot-high tower of iron framework built for the International Exposition in 1889 demonstrating my linguistic skills and culture aware, cultural awareness. While gazing at this incredible accomplishment, I shouted to those with me, Viva la France, birthplace of the French fry. The following story offers an interesting assessment of an infamous tower in the Bible, Babel. An imminent 
architect was under cross-examination at a trial concerning a building he had designed. One of the prosecutors attempting to distract the man during his testimony asked, Are you a builder? Immediately, the witness replied, No, sir, I'm an architect. But they're much the same, aren't they? The prosecutor added, I beg your pardon, sir, but in my opinion, they are totally different. Oh, indeed. Perhaps you will explain the difference. To this, the witness responded, An architect, sir, conceives the design, prepares the plan, draws all the specifications, and in short, supplies the mind. The builder is merely the bricklayer or the carpenter. The builder is the machine, the architect, the power that puts it together and sets it going. Oh, very well, Mr. Architect, that will do. And now, after your ingenious distinction between the two, perhaps you can inform the court who was the architect of the Tower of Babel. The witness promptly responded. There was no architect, only builders. That's why there was so much confusion. This is not totally accurate, of course. Builders and skilled tradesmen no more than the architect stated. But it is an interesting and humorous observation. Another tower in the scriptures is known not for its terror, jewels, pride, or confusion, but as a place of strength and safety. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Righteous runs into it and is safe. Proverbs 18.10. Psalm 61.3 calls our God a tower of strength against the enemy. One of the meanings of the Hebrew word for intercession, paga, P-A-G-A, is boundary or border. Boundary, border. One of the meanings of the Hebrew word for intercession. It is the point, a boundary or border, is the point at which two territories meet or connect. Hence, a boundary or as the Spirit-filled Bible says, the extent to which a boundary reaches. Paga, the extent to which a boundary reaches. Paga is used repeatedly this way in Joshua 19. In the context of intercessory prayer, Paga is the establishing of boundaries or walls of protection, the marking of a territory as one's own, declaring, I will not permit intruders or interlopers. I love Psalm 91, 1-4 in the message. You who sit down in the high God's presence, spend the night in Shaddai's shadow, Say this, God, you're my refuge. I trust in you and I'm safe. That's right. 
He rescues you from hidden traps, shields you from deadly hazards. His huge outstretched arms protect you. Under them, you're perfectly safe. His arms fend off all harm. What a promise. A missionary determined to take the gospel to an interior region of China experienced the sovereign protection of God through Paga, boundaries of protection. Remember, that's what Paga, intercession, also means, boundary. Ruthless bandits along the road had prevented this area from being reached. However, this young missionary went preaching the good news of Jesus Christ. He later returned to the base without having seen any bandits. Shortly thereafter, the missionaries heard a rumor circulating through the area. The bandits had not attacked because an entourage of 11 soldiers had traveled with him. As he had traveled alone, the missionaries concluded angels must have protected him. But why 11? The missionary wrote about the experience to his home church in the United States. His pastor, pastor asked when this had happened. Upon receiving this information, the pastor excitedly communicated his part of the story. The pastor had been prompted by God to call a special prayer meeting for this missionary. When the date of the prayer meeting arrived, the pastor was disappointed at the poor turnout. That changed after he received the missionary's amazing report. The pastor was thrilled to tell him, you'll be pleased to know that counting myself, there were exactly 11 of us who were praying for you that very day. Those 11 inter faithful intercessors became a wall, a boundary or perimeter of protection around this missionary through their prayers of paga, intercession. Through them, Psalm 91 and Proverbs 18.10 became reality. God wants us also to believe in the power of the name of Jesus and use it to build walls or boundaries of protection around individuals. Isaiah 26, 1 and Isaiah 60, verse 18, actually speak of God's protection as walls. Quote, in that day, this song will be sung in the land of Judah. We have a strong city. He sets up walls and ramparts for security. Six, chapter 60, verse 18, violence will not be heard again in your land, nor devastation or destruction within your borders, but you will call your walls salvation and your gates praise. No destruction or devastation because of his walls. Well, let's pray into this. Father, thank you for being a tower of refuge strength and protection. We do not have to wonder about your willingness to protect us in times of trouble. 
Your word says you are a very present help in trouble. It tells us thou art my hiding place. Thou shalt preserve me from evil. Psalm 32, 7. We declare with the psalmist, I will fear no evil. Psalm 23, 4. We realize that this protection is accomplished through the application of your word, which includes our faith, prayers, and abiding in the secret place. We build walls and create boundaries. Teach us your ways regarding this. We are going to grow in the knowledge of the truth this week. We will expand in our revelation and enlightenment. We also realize we are more than your kids. We are your ambassadors, your king, priest, warriors, your ecclesia. As such, we not only pray for ourselves, we create boundaries, walls of protection for others. Teach us to do so effectively, leaving nothing to chance. Today, we begin by securing our families. We decree that they are off limits to all attacks. No evil will befall them. No plague will come near them. Psalm 91, 9 and 10. And we declare this in the name of our protector, Jesus. And our decree, we declare that we will fear no evil. We are secure in the secret place of the Most High God. Amen. Amen. Well, once again, this post is taken from the book, The Essential Guide to Prayer. If you're interested, you can find it on our website, dutchsheets.org. Thank you for joining me all week. We're going to learn how to do this effectively and protect ourselves and those close to us and those God assigns us to pray for and protect. Thank you for joining me. See you tomorrow.